listening to the Taming Crazy podcast with Alicia, Deb, and Sue, where each week we'll share our views from the middle. We're talking the ups, the downs, and everything in between of being a midlife woman in today's world. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. I'm Alicia, and I'm here with Deb and Sue. Hi, ladies. Hi. I want to share something that happened this weekend. I went to my husband's work Christmas party, which usually is quite agonizing for me because as an introvert, going to these big work Christmas parties are really difficult. So this time I decided to change my mindset around it. So once I had finished the meal and, you know, everybody's mingling around and this, you know, I don't know anybody at all. So I actually looked for people that I felt I could have a kind of a connection with. Usually if you're an introvert, you if you really look, you can spot other introverts in the room. Mm -hmm. So that's what I decided to do. And I think the biggest change I had was I got out of my own head and focused on other people instead of what I was feeling and what I was thinking. So I spotted this woman sitting, you know, fairly close to me and we got eye contact and she smiled and I smiled and I got up off my chair and I walked over and I sat down and I I said, I'm so uncomfortable. I said, I'm such an introvert and these things are usually really difficult for me. And then she said, me too. And we started a conversation and we talked and talked and talked. And then another woman joined in our conversation. And I thought to myself, that's the lesson. Instead of sitting there being miserable and waiting for the exit, I was just going to just make other people comfortable. And we stayed the entire night and I actually enjoyed myself. So that's the lesson I want to share is if you're going somewhere and you're going to be, you feel like you're going to be uncomfortable, get out of your own head and make it about the person that you're going to see or the experience that you're having instead of making it all about you. Sounds excellent. I might try that on Thursday when I'm in a similar situation. Mm -hmm. I think there are going to be people there that I know, but, you know, I, I tend to find these are things a little bit overwhelming just because, you know, everyone's very knowledgeable or at least sounds very knowledgeable. And so sometimes it is quite intimidating to go and talk to them. But yeah, if I'm feeling that way, they might be feeling it too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. They must be feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 50% of the population are introverts. So there is a big chance there are people thinking and feeling exactly like you in that room and you just Mm -hmm. have to approach them it made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd share that with you because I'm sure it's, you know, it's that time of year where we are going to these work parties or functions and social gatherings. And, you know, they're not always something you look forward to when you are an introvert or when you're going somewhere where you don't know anybody at all. I mean, that mm-hmm. can be so excruciating at times. So this time I decided to just completely change my mindset and it definitely worked. So you're never too old. And that's my lesson for the week. Well, it's a, a good thing to try. Yeah. <laughs> I will report back next week. <laughs> Last week, we answered some pretty deep questions, which had us going down memory lane that you know, sometimes we don't want to go down. But after the podcast, we got to chatting about childhood crushes. And it was quite a lively conversation. So we thought this week, we'd actually chat about that because Sue has a lot of things, a lot of things on the list of childhood crushes, apparently. And I think she's dying to share them with us. 
let me just say, I had to sit down as soon as we'd finished chatting and start writing them down. And I actually put a thing on Facebook saying, so does anyone remember any strange crushes that I had? Went down a completely different rabbit hole from what I was expecting, but we're not going there. <laughs> Depends. We'll see how the night goes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but somebody did say, yes, you had some unusual crushes, but I kind of had crushes on them too, so I think we're okay. Do you want me to just start with the list? Well, I think if you've got a list, you you may as well start at number one. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel myself pinking up as we start. So my first one was Gerard Depardieu and oh like... <laughs> okay sorry <laughs> that was not where I thought you were gonna go <laughs> no I don't know where you thought I was gonna go with that but I had a crush on him for quite a significant length of time oh and yeah and the the problem was like as he aged like we all do you know he wasn't looking his best anymore and so people kind of poked fun at me about that because they thought it was funny that I fancied this not very attractive, rather <laughs> chunky Frenchman. <laughs> okay, okay, well, that number one on your list was not what I expected. Okay, so anyway, I, I don't know like how he came into my life, but he, he was a light of my life. So I thought, well, let's go further back than that, because that's where some of the really weird ones were. So apologies to Canadians, you won't know who we're talking about. Brace yourselves. Oh. There was a program on when when I was a kid called Rainbow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It was kind of a mix of kind of puppet things and, and real people. And there was a singing group called Rod, Jane and Freddie. Now, I'm not entirely sure whether it was Rod or Freddie that I fancied. But yeah, one of them. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You can see what I'm saying, can't you? I oh, mean, I can. I can actually picture him right now. He had a moustache, did he? Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't a crush on Bungle. Was it Bungle? Yeah, Bungle. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah he went through some sort of change over the years. He didn't look like the Bungle of my childhood. Oh, but I could be yeah. imagining that. Well, we all age. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> And again, sort of a lot of these are very, very British because that's where I was raised. Christopher Timothy as James Herriot. I quite wanted to be Mrs. Herriot when I grew up. I can see that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. What nice man, see. kind to yeah. animals. Oh dear. So then there was Eric Estrada out of <laughs> Chips. Uh, yeah, see, Deb's with me on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Deb would be on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just thought he was the bee's knees with his sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, I don't know whether these get, are getting weirder or not as I go through them. Apparently, I'm told I had a huge crush on my uncle. <laughs> and he's talking around quite a lot. That's something that people like to tell me about every time we get together. And usually when he's sitting there and he just laughs through it all and I just get really red. God, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Lawn green out of Bonanza. Yes, the old one. Yeah. My dad was at home. It's not like I was missing. <laughs> well, you know, he was a kindly gentleman, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Usual choice, but and then there was Dirk Benedict, the face man in the A team, but I preferred him in Battlestar Galactica. Okay. You've got to admit he was a good-looking guy. He was. He was. I mean, out of the list so far, we're getting better. 
Yeah, brace yourselves again. I'm waiting for it, Sue. <laughs> so, you remember Soldier Soldier? I don't. Oh. I don't know them. Well, it was thinking 80s. Jerome Flynn. Yeah. Jerome Flynn from Ripper Street. Yes! Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah, well, I, I my crush goes way, way back. Okay. Thank yeah, you, his character okay. was full Paddy. I was, I was really very taken with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, I went through the very normal ones, like Rick Astley and Paul Young and George Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, sort of fairly normal. Yeah. Richard E. Grant, you may have heard, is still a huge crush for me. I love that man with all my heart. But yeah, with Nail and I was where I kind of discovered him. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. There's an appreciation there. I see that. Mm-hmm. I blame new baby hormones for this one. Because <laughs> this happened when, like, just after I'd had my second child. But I developed quite a liking for the Wiggles. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. You know, Anthony in particular. I think he wore red. <laughs> I don't know what to say. No, a lot of my friends didn't know either. Like, no. They, they okay. were just like, we're blaming pregnancy hormones. Yeah, um, we'll blame that on hormones. Oh, apparently I had a huge crush on Roger Moore. I'd forgotten about him, yes. But I think that's completely justifiable. And then... As I kind of got into my teen years, and I'm sure Deb will appreciate this, I was able to have multiple crushes at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Kept life interesting. Blake Carrington out of Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that may be the first time I've ever said that out loud. <laughs> you two need to compare your lists. <laughs> Are these teenage ones? Or are they still? These are still childhood. Oh, they were the childhood ones. Childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, no, to be fair, Rick Astley. Okay. Oh was, yeah. Okay. Okay. It was a, an early teens one. Yeah, I think that's about it, really. <laughs> okay, Deb. I think that you need to share yours so that Sue doesn't feel quite so bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the enthusiasm. Oh, she's just dying. Okay, <laughs> this is good. I have, like, I have zero explanation on, on why I have crushes on, you know, fictional characters. I don't know. But one of my biggest ones was <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, I still, if that show is on TV, I will, that movie, I will watch it. And it's the actual Hulk. It's not like it's alter ego. No, it's like the big Buffy green guy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I like him. (laughs) Bizarre. I mean, I don't know how to explain that one. I don't either. And then my other one was the six million dollar man, Steve Austin. Oh, I cherished him. I even had the action figure back in the day. <laughs> you had a little red tracksuit. Yes, and he rolled up his sleeve and you got to see all bionics. He was amazing. And then when I when I had a son, I went out and bought him the same action figure. <laughs> Secretly for myself. 
<laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so, yes, those were my two fictional characters. And then I switched over, you know, <laughs> I like the really, really old men. One was Andy Williams. And, yeah, I don't know. There was something special about him. Didn't we have a show on or something every Sunday? Yes. Mm-hmm. When we were really Christmas young. show. Yeah, I don't know. It Andy Williams and Perry Como. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, very disturbing. But so yeah. <laughs> no explanation. But you know, those were my. What about teenagers then, girls? What what? Who did you like when you were teenagers? Go on, Deb. I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking of. I'm gonna to have to think here. It's not Rolf Harris, is it, Deb? <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> oh no, no. I did like, you know, the well he was a young guy, but I liked the Scott Bayo. I really liked him. Yes. You know? I liked him in Charles in Charge. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just after No, not Charles in Charge. That's oh, person. Yeah, Joni was... loves Chachi. That's what I'm Chachi, thinking of. Right. But I yeah. think he was in Charles in Charge too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. That's right. Yeah, I quite liked him too. I didn't really have any childhood crushes. I just wanted a horse. <laughs> <laughs> you can have some of mine. I'm happy to share. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember anybody I had a crush on when I was younger. And then I think my first big crush was... Jake Burns, who's the lead singer of Stiff Little Fingers. Mm -hmm. That was my big crush. Either I'm the strange one or you guys are the strange ones. Uh, I don't know where this is going, girl. Well, I mean, I I just found another one from like my early days. Ben Walton. Oh, from the Waltons. Yeah, not John Boy, not the other ones, only Ben. (laughs) I do remember when we moved to Canada and I went into grade eight and my teacher, Mr. Goff, well, it's bringing back a few memories. I did have a huge crush on him. He was the phys ed teacher and my homeroom teacher. And he took me under his wing. And I did have a little bit of a shining for him. <laughs> oh. oh. Yes. I can see that. I think yeah. teachers, hey, Sue? Yeah. You must have had a crush on a teacher yeah, or a headmaster, you know, when you. Strangely enough, it was a teacher with grey hair. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it was called Mr. Bailey and he, he was a science teacher. I liked him. They do say that that's usually a kid's first crush is a teacher. Way ahead of the game there. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was also the kid that in class one day I had a habit of calling our male teacher dad (laughs) because it was the first time I'd had a male teacher and so you know back in the old days when it was you know like sir 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 I'd be like dad and I'd be like oh not again (laughs) I was about seven or eight it was a nightmare although I do admit I still have a crush on James Spader I really do Mm -hmm. but you had one before him too I did didn't I um right Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. I did. I think I've watched Sherlock, the whole series, eight times. (laughs) I like actors that play damaged people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same reason that I liked the guy from Whitechapel. I liked his character because he was so flawed. Which one was Whitechapel? He was a detective. He had OCD. He's got three names. 
Parry Jones. Oh, yes. Is that his name? Something Parry Jones? Tall fella. Yes. Yes. Kind of Light fair hair. hair. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah I, yes. I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did have a really big thing for Benedict Cumberbatch. I still do. Well, I have to say, I was kind of slow going to that party because like, everyone kept talking about him and I was like, who? And then I saw him and I, it, it kind of took a while, but he, he grew on me. Well, and right. he is one of yeah. those people, right? He's like one of those characters. It's a slow burn. Once you get it, you get it. Yes. So, yeah. So Tell what me about... another one that I've just remembered. John Thor, like not as bad as my friend, like my friend loved him. I don't know who but that yeah. is. Inspector Morse. No, yes, <laughs> very intelligent oh. man. <laughs> oh, but dear. like, I mean, okay, well. my friend like really loved him while we were at university. My love for him kind of came as I got older. Maybe it's catching. Oh, you know what? I just thought of somebody when I was younger and the Partridge family came on. I had this thing for David Cassidy for a while and I wanted to change my name to Laurie. And I remember going because that was his sister's name, right? So I went to my dad and I said, Dad, I need to change my name because at the time nobody was called Alicia and I wanted to be Laurie. And I remember him saying to me, you want to be called a truck? And I said, no, Dad, <laughs> Laurie. And he goes, yeah, like a truck. And I go, oh, never mind. I, I, do rem- I do remember David Cassidy for a very short while. But mm. I think I like just the singing on the bus, really. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just remembered another the huge crush that I had. And I have to say, still when I watch it now, but Gilbert Blythe out of Anne of Green Gables. And I have to say, I developed the crush reading the book. And then when I watched the the adaptation that was on, whenever it was, it was just like, oh my God, I need a Gilbert in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I don't know why we develop these crushes. There's got to be something there, right? That attracts you to this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I'll be damned if I know what it was for most of them. So there's probably some kind of characteristic that they have that you're really attracted to. Let's go deeper into that <laughs> psychology. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at the list of them and I'm like, nope, I'm not seeing any. They don't even look alike. I wonder what triggers a- that, you know, that feeling that I don't oh. know. I was trying to think of that today and I went down a rabbit hole that I thought I better get out of now. <laughs> <laughs> Back out, back out. <laughs> uh, who is your latest crush, if you have one? Ooh. Oh, I have one. You know who I really, oh, I adorable. I don't know. Do you watch This Is Us? I've seen a few of them. No. Well, Jack, the dad, I can't remember oh. his name. I, there's something about him. He's gentle. He's got this gentleness to him, but he's very manly. Oh, he's got it all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do know who you mean. I can understand that. His character is very appealing, isn't it? Yes, I like him. Not at all who you usually go for, no. Deb. No, he has no, no. grey hair. He's a real <laughs> person. <laughs> well, is he though, Deb? Person. Is he? Well, that's true. <laughs> How about you, Sue? Anybody lately? I don't know. 
like I say, I have a deep and abiding love for Richard E. Grant. So like, I follow him on Twitter and when I see him smiling and laughing and chatting and dancing and things, I'm just like, you are just the loveliest man. Well, so you like the actual man, not the character. I did actually like the character in With Nail and I, which, you, you know, I mean, he's pretty bleak. But yeah, there was something I related to with that character. <laughs> You know, sort of accidentally going on holiday to the Lake District. Yeah, it, it's one of those things you have to kind of watch to to get it. Yeah. I'm just thinking it like at the moment. I don't know whether it's really a crush, but I have to say David Rose is just like my favourite person on the screen. He is adorable. I like just, him. He's such a little love. Yeah. Yes, like one more season left. Like that is going to be really sad, I think. Yeah. I, I don't really know how I'm going to cope with that, I'll be honest. The character he's created on Schitt's Creek is adorable. Yeah. Completely yeah, flawed, but adorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think sort of like you say, there's so much growth in his character, like you say in all of them, but in his character. He's just like, I would really like him to be my friend. Like I would really like to to go and drink champagne with him somewhere oh because i don't think he would drink anything else (laughs) (laughs) and see that's how i always thought about james spade and i know it's really strange i like him as a person because Mm -hmm. i've stalked him a little bit not in a creepy way but i've read a lot about him he's quite (laughs) a private person um he's just one of those people that i'd like to just sit down and have a meal and chat with you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think I would like to say this about all of my crushes. I believe that they were very personable people, or they always gave that impression to me. And so, yeah, I think maybe that was kind of what attracted me to them, was that they seemed kind of friendly and funny and outgoing, and like they might enjoy the same things as I did. Yeah, so that's probably what it is. You found something in them that attracted you. Yeah, although Lorne Green still confuses me. (laughs) Yes. He was a kindly kind of grandfathery kind of figure, wasn't he? Yeah. And I wonder is that, I mean, he had that very white hair and my granddad had very white hair. So, it, yeah, it could have been a granddad thing. Yeah. yeah, it could have been. Deb, how to string all of yours together? I think it was a cry for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and I missed the mark on that one. Now, do you watch the Marvel movies with the Hulk in them now? I do. And is it still the same effect? I still am very much, well, I don't know what the word would be, you know, not attracted to him, but it may, I think he makes me feel very good. (laughs) (laughs) See, I thought you were going to go with safe. That's exactly what I thought too. Yeah, I do watch them. He still is my favourite. I have no explanation. But, you know, it was always quite fun when he said, you wouldn't like me when I get angry or whatever it was, and his shirt started to pop off his back. That's right. Why was my list so much longer than everyone else's? (laughs) I went through a big horse phase where I didn't really care about anything but other than getting a horse. By then, I was kind of in my teen years where I was into punk rock and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't go through an old man crush days like you guys did. I think you're the abnormal one in this uh, little circle. (laughs) No surprise there. I spent a bit more time thinking about it. I'd come up with even more. Because I I... did literally go through all the television programs. I'm like, what was on TV when I was a kid? 
I was like, oh, he was lovely. Oh, I liked him. <laughs> I was, yeah. I mean, we only had three channels for most of my childhood, so. <laughs> That's true. And maybe we had more. It's just that they're repressed memories. That's probably more like it, to be honest. Well, you can borrow any of my crushes if you want. You started off with a strange one, which kind of threw me right off. Yeah, yeah. My family never really got over that one. Yeah. Yeah. Just really quite weird. Okay, so I just think that's all we're going to say about that, because if we go down any more rabbit holes, we might not like what we see. So I'm going to call it a night. <laughs> so until next time, bye. 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 Before you go, we legally have to tell you that all the opinions and information we share on this podcast is based on our own personal experiences and should never be taken as professional advice. We may sometimes sound like we know what we're talking about, but the Tame and Crazy podcast is for entertainment purposes only, so please consult with a qualified professional for any and all health advice. Thanks for listening. Bye.